Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host Yolanda Williams and I am very thankful to have you all here with me today. Um, we are finally in the month of November and I know I've said this on the show before but I really can't believe how fast this year went by and you know since we are so near the end of 2015 and you know moving into a new cycle and new experiences i really wanted to take a moment on the show to acknowledge what we have gone through this year and also really look at the significance of november itself and how we can make the transition easier for ourselves as we move from one cycle into the next so um, in terms of 2015, I think all of us can say we learned a lot this year about ourselves, about our journeys, about what matters to us, about which directions we want to take. And there were so many um, times throughout this year that were very uncomfortable for us because we were really being encouraged and almost forced into aligning more with ourselves and aligning with what matters to us and um, no longer just following old patterns and old um, conditions and old standards of what life is supposed to be like. A lot of us are finally moving into a space of what do I want to do? What matters to me? And how can I live in alignment with this? And part of the reason it became such an important issue for us is because it did get very uncomfortable. Uh, when we get into the space of really looking at who we are and the impact we're having on ourselves and those around us, and what we are engaging with and the people that we're exchanging with and how all of this influences how we feel, how we perceive life, what we're doing with our lives. It's, you know, it's, it, we can't ignore how we are um, manipulating our own energy, how our energy is being manipulated by outside influences and finally coming to a space of, you know, wanting to be the one in control of our own destiny. So in a nutshell, that's really what 2015 was about. It was really about uh, going deeper into our spiritual alignment. But in that, there was a lot of letting go. There was a lot of change. There was a lot of um, going boldly in new directions within our lives, whether it was career or relationships or making a a move to a new city or state or whatever the case may be. There were significant shifts and risks that so many of us took this year. Now, as I mentioned a moment ago, um, we are in the month of November and there is a lot of significance around this month, just, you know, vibrationally and energetically. Now, firstly, you know, it's the first it's the end of the year 
And because we are at the end of the year, you know, a lot of us are focused on tying up loose ends and letting go, you know, any last remnants of what we've been holding on to that no longer fits, that's still uncomfortable. It's like we're trying to shake all of that off and just saying, you know, throwing our hands up like, okay, I get it. I'm ready to let go and move on in a new way. We are really being pushed into that ending of a particular cycle and we're planning for our next cycle the next phase which will begin for us in 2016 so there's a lot of um, introspection going on right now and a lot of looking at what we we still want to shift or feel pulled or drawn to change or shift and really trying to settle in to the changes that we've already made. It's like we're in that space of hoping that the the dust all starts to settle quite nicely. And one of the things I wanted to point out for us is in this space, it is so important to, of course, breathe. (laughs) You want to give yourself moments to just pause, be still, sit down, you know, do something you enjoy, put on music that you enjoy, but just allow yourself to be whatever that means or looks like for you. Just take it down and let yourself be in a space of peace. Now, another thing that's so interesting about November is there is so much energy poured into this month around gratitude. So, you know, for those of us here in the United States, we have Thanksgiving, which is at the end of the month. And so because we already have all agreed to this holiday, you know, the majority, I'll say, have agreed to this holiday and the energy surrounding this holiday, and we've agreed to the idea of being in gratitude you know, um, really focusing on what we're thankful for on this one day, there is a lot of energy around gratitude that fills this month. So it's very common that in the month of November, even, you know, on all levels of consciousness, so many of us start thinking about what we are thankful for. You may start thinking about the friends in your life and just having this what seems to be like out of the blue feeling of gratitude for the people who show up for you or for the people who have been there for you or having this urge to reach out and connect with people that you may have lost contact with. And the beauty about Thanksgiving, it's actually, um, I'd say my favorite holiday is because it's unlike any of the other holidays. You know, there's really no expectation. There are no gifts that we have to exchange. We just have to show up. (laughs) You know, granted, if you're not the one that's cooking. Um, But it's just like this communal gathering of family and friends and loved ones. It's just a space for everyone to get together, share a meal, and take a moment to acknowledge what they are grateful for. I mean, it's really a beautiful gesture. I mean, it's a beautiful way to connect. It's a beautiful reason to get together. Just to say thank you, to enjoy a meal, and acknowledge each other. 
Now, regardless if you are celebrating Thanksgiving or not, another thing about November is we can see the change all around us, right? So not only is it the end of the year, but we see the changes going on around us. So for people who are in a place where you may have the trees, the leaves are changing. So the foliage, you know, you, the, the trees start to turn from green to all these beautiful, vibrant colors. If you listen to the show, you know that now I live in San Diego, but I grew up in Massachusetts and I miss the fall. I miss those beautiful colors in the trees. And another thing about this time of year is that the air feels different. The air is more crisp. You know, people are starting to bundle up, wanting to be close, wanting to make those connections, right? And one of the things that's most interesting to me and probably because of the work that I do is this is also the time of year when the veil is thinner between the realms. So, you know, we just had Halloween a few days ago, and then the Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertes, was just, you know, a day or two after Halloween. And the reason these um, holidays are celebrated and these days are acknowledged is because the veil is thinner between the realms. So again, around this time of year, people have these very interesting um, experiences and feelings and sometimes um, feeling a strong connection to their loved ones who have crossed over. It's really a magical time of year. There's so much going on around us and at the base, at the foundation of all of this change is really the preparation for us getting ready to move into a new cycle. Now, the key factor in all of this change, of course, is you. At this time, what is your perspective? How are you viewing your life? And what is your willingness to release attachments and letting go of things that no longer work for you? Do you feel excited about what's to come? Are you feeling uncomfortable about the possibility or actually going through change? Now, one of the things that we can do is become the observer. Now, this is really what I wanted to talk to you about today because it can be tough for so many of us when we're going through a change and we feel pressure about the new year and pressure around, you know, these new expectations that we're going to set for ourselves and, you know, new goals and new plans. Take a breath and witness yourself. The truth is that we all experience discomfort in making these shifts and changes, but we can make it easier and make it more beneficial to our growth just by observing ourselves. So if you start paying attention to what your thoughts are, 
Start paying attention to what triggers you and start paying attention to what motivates you. This will help you not only know what to heal, not only help you to realize what you're holding on to that may be holding you back, but it will also help you to have more self-control, make better decisions, work from a space of clarity and awareness. So who are you? As we're ending this year and we're in this space of gratitude, start asking yourself, who am I? You may have two different points of view, two different voices, two perspectives that come through. One would be your ego and the other will be the voice of your higher self. You'll know which is which. But in the space of observing yourself, you want to consider what you are holding on to internally. What type of energy are you generating? And what are you projecting out? And what masks are you wearing? What are you trying to hide? What don't you want to show? What are you ashamed of? What are you afraid of? What do you need to forgive yourself for? What do you need to understand from a higher point of view? Are you able to see your lessons? And again, if you start observing yourself before acting, if you observe when you are triggered and you can pause before reacting to the things that trigger you. You learn self-control. You become more mindful, more aware, and this will help you to neutralize old emotions and start to reprogram your field of consciousness. And then you move into a space of self-acceptance, letting go of old criticisms, Now, although I'm saying these steps or these things to pay, atten pay attention to rather quickly, they are different aspects that you really want to take your time with. Take some time to observe who you are. It'll take time to forgive yourself and understand from a higher perspective. It may take some time to see the lessons instead of blaming and having grudges. And it may take some time to learn to control yourself. Now the thing with triggers is that a lot of times we use them as justification or the reason behind our bad behavior. I did that because I was triggered. I did that because it reminded me of, you know, some past experience. The key is really learning how to identify your triggers, understanding how they influence your behavior, but recognizing that you have the control and you have the choice in your responsiveness. Taking ownership 
of how you show up and present yourself. Taking ownership of who you are. Who you want to be. Respecting yourself, your mind, your body, your spirit. You know, being mindful of the way you talk to yourself, what you say about yourself, how you treat yourself, what you do to your body, what you feed into your body, how you nurture your body. And all of these really help you with the unlayering and getting to that seed, that root, the center of loving yourself and honoring yourself and honoring your divinity. When you love yourself unconditionally, it changes every aspect of your life. It changes how you treat you. It changes how you treat other people. It changes what you expect of yourself and others. It changes the whole game. Now, this is easy for me to tell you, but it really isn't going to matter until you decide to do the work on yourself to get there. Now, there are so many different tools we can use to do this type of work on ourself. And um, for those of you who do listen to the show, you do know that I have a 44-day meditation challenge, which actually ends on Thanksgiving. But you can start it at any time and go at your own pace. And these meditations are free. And they're all about focusing on love and transforming your energy, transforming your field of consciousness, bringing you into a deeper level of awareness of you being love, about the love you are, about the love you deserve, about the love that exists within you, around you, runs through you, and for you. Now, one of the things with this... um, filling up with love and bringing more love into our field of consciousness, it works through all of us uniquely because we're all holding on to different things. For some people, this has made them feel so radiant, so good. They told me, you know, they're beaming with (laughs) gratitude and noticing that people are treating them differently and that they're showing up differently in their lives. For some people, it's making them or helping them realize what they're holding on to that has still been hurting them, that they haven't been able to heal in the past, but that they are working towards healing now. At the end of the day, our growth, part of our soul purpose, part of our soul mission is to love ourselves, to understand who we are. Because we have to start there with being good and loving ourselves before we can truly do it for other people. And you've heard me say this before. As you shift and change, it influences and has an impact on everyone around you. You all know this. When you go somewhere and 
you know, someone's in a bad mood or you go somewhere and someone's really happy, their energy influences your space. You pick up on their energy, what they feel, and it may have an influence or an impact on shifting how you feel. So imagine if you took the time to feel good by loving yourself more wholeheartedly, by being in gratitude for everything you do have instead of being in misery over what you don't have. What if you were able to truly forgive yourself for anything that you regret? If you were able to truly love yourself without any condition, if you welcome change, if you could see that these different experiences that we have on this journey, the people that we meet, the exchanges that we make, that there are lessons in all of it, and we should be so thankful for the people who show up to help us learn these different lessons. And how we respond to all of it is up to us. And how we respond to all of it is going to dictate how things unfold for us. What if you decided to really sit back, look at you, understanding where you are right now? Choosing how you're going to transition into your next cycle of life. Making a clear choice about who you want to be, the impact you want to make, and how you're going to get that done. And what if at the very core of it all, all you had to do was observe who you are so that you could understand you so that you could forgive you, have self-control, accept who you are, start to respect yourself, mind, body, and spirit, and love yourself wholeheartedly. It'll be interesting to see how this all goes for all of us working through these transitions and these layers, you know, there's layers to this. And I have to tell you, you know, I have been doing the radio show for two years, but I started doing this work on myself far long before I did the radio show. And it's an ongoing process. You know, even in my own personal practice and, you know, doing this work on myself and all of these things, it's like you get to one layer and you're like, oh, wow, I figured that out. I understand this about myself. I'm working on this. Everything's good. And then before you know it, there's another cycle to go through. There's something else to unearth. There's another layer to work through. There's something else to understand that moves you closer to higher levels of consciousness higher levels of understanding, your soul evolution, the reason you are here, why you showed up. You're working through the layers as this becomes more and more clear to you, as it all begins to make more sense. 
So as always, I hope that today's show gave you some food for thought. And I will encourage all of you who haven't signed up for my newsletter yet, be sure you go to my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com and sign up for my Uchi newsletter. That way you'll have access to my free workbook, which is called Creating with the Moon and Stars. That will help you learn how to manifest more consciously, but also show you how to tap into the different um, zodiac signs to learn the strengths of each sign throughout this year ahead. So that it's actually a fun workbook to play with. And then on top of that, you will receive updates about upcoming classes and um, webinars and other offerings that I'll have. Now, I will say for everyone that has been part of the show and that I've had an opportunity to work with, I will be doing things differently in 2016. I have new classes, new things that we're going to work on together and I can't wait really to experience and explore all of these new tools and techniques with you. So again, be sure to sign up for Yuchi um, newsletter at yuchi.com. That way you'll be the first to find out when these classes begin because they're always limited spacing and you want to make sure that you get in um, so that we can have an opportunity to work together. So as always, I thank you for being here with me today and remember to always journey in love.